Welcome back, family, What's to that? another episode <laughs> of My Bulletproof Marriages Podcast. And look, we're excited. Today, we want to touch on something that we've kind of talked about, I think, a lot, really. But we want to bring some clarity to it. Uh, we talked a few videos ago. We did a video on how to fight, how how you do that. How you so, argue healthy. Right. Yeah. In, in a healthy in manner. A healthy so race. I would encourage you guys to go back and look at a lot of our older videos. We do communication. We have problem solving. Ownership. All, you know, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of content that we've already put out there that will help you learn how to negotiate those arguments or those disagreements with your partner. But we've been hearing quite a bit of people brag and really boast that they've never argued, right? And for us that have been together for 26 years and married for 19 of them, you know, we it's an alarm. It's a it's a red flag. And some of these couples have now started coaching other couples and they've only been married like 3 years and because they've never had an argument, you know, they feel like they got, I guess, the secret sauce. And they they might have a lot of wealth and in, in, in knowledge that can help a relationship. But we believe that it's equally as bad to never disagree, mm -hmm. right? To always see it the same damn way as your partner. There's something not right with that because you're not made the same. Right you know I have two different opinions right and tell them about that young lady that you know after 30 years oh home. yeah there's I, I mean i know a lady that it was sad she you know was in a marriage for 30 years and you know they went to go pick up her their daughter from college and then all of a sudden they came home and in the same week of bringing their daughter from college her husband just leaves he already has a place to live. He has already financially figured out how much money he could give her to, you know, help her with the home that they have lived in together, mm -hmm. raising their children. He had already, you know, had basically started his life and he was just waiting for their daughter to come home. And of course she was very sad and oblivious to under like of understanding of what happened. How did, how did they get to this point? Right. And, it's just not being self-aware. It's not really paying attention to the signs that were given to her from her husband. And when you have a partner that's always saying yes to everything, but really have no place or they don't feel like they have a place to say no or give their opinion or give their uh, validation on what it is that they do want and don't want, I think that that caused a lot of rifts in their marriage that she didn't want to pay attention to. And it's just sad to, cause I know other couples that the husbands are miserable and it's because they're always saying yes to their wives and what their wives want and how their wives want it yet the husbands are miserable and they won't speak up. And right. so what happens is either they stay in the marriage miserable or they eventually, like the lady I knew, they leave. Yeah. And, you know, when I was growing up, a lot of the men would get off work to only go and find projects around the house outside in like the backyard or whatever. 
because they didn't want to deal with their wife because it was so, you know, like you got to do what I tell you to do, yeah. how I tell you to do it, when mm -hmm. I tell you to do it. Like, like we, you know, I think we did one on um, that being possessive and, you know, no one wants to marry their mom or their dad, right? Like, I mean, you do in a sense, right? Uh, characteristic wise, I think that that's a commonality, but what I mean is have somebody always telling you what to do and how to do it. Like, and it just sucks out your own personality and your own um, awesomeness that you- The strength you, that yeah, you bring yeah. to and the qualities that you bring to the relationship. It's kind of like when you when you met them, didn't you see how valuable they were? Didn't you see the work that they gave you and showed you? But yet, as soon as you got married to them, or if you did it while you were dating and you always said yes, no wonder why they decided to marry you. Cause they didn't, they didn't have a voice. And that's sad for somebody to be in a relationship and not have a voice. And you know, it also happens with females, right? Oh, for There's sure. a lot of narcissist men. We know yep. a few of those yep. that um, they are, whew, they are helping on level. them being, it has to be their way yeah. or life is going to be hard. <laughs> and you know, the thing is, is that a human being can only take so much. Yes. You know, we're not saying that you should be fighting every day, throwing, you know, lamps at each other and running around, you know, the yard, tackling each other and beating the brakes off each other. Every that's day. the case. Please get out. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, that's not cool. Uh, and we're not saying that you should be yelling at each other, you know, three times a day, but arguing and not always seeing eye to eye isn't healthy. In fact, if you never, as we just mentioned, that can be a, it's a red flag and it's a sign mm -hmm. of an unhealthy relationship. It, it really is. You both need to have a voice in a relationship. And that, that means that you're not always going to see eye to eye. But I think the most beautiful thing about all of this is that when we look back throughout our life, it was the hard things, the uncomfortable conversations, mm -hmm. the disagreements, that brought more value and it was kind of like the fire that forged the resilience and the strengths and the character of our relationship, you know, and because of those hardships and our willingness to work them out and to go through what we had to go through to get on the other side of those things, we are now very strong. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we have a very, very resilient and, I, I believe a relationship that can face anything. It has faced. <laughs> it has faced a lot. And I mean, you think about it, they always say, well, the test of time, mm -hmm. what they fail to realize is the test word in there. There's going to be tests yes. along that time. And if you can't pass the test, a lot of couples right now are running away because, and the, the other aspect of this is that we're also in a environment in a society that's comfort based. Yes. If it doesn't go exactly how we think it should, if you know, the cars don't line up exactly the way we want them to, right. We cut and run. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's not good, man. Just because the partner doesn't agree or they have a different viewpoint. And I think that when you do this, this thing called life together, you have to understand that you're doing it together, Together, right? Right. Both opinions matter. Both viewpoints matter right. because you're going to see things that I don't see. Right. And I'm going to see things that you don't see. And we're going to be able to provide solutions that together will work to 
accomplish a goal, right. whatever that yeah. is, whatever that goal is that you all both are maybe disagreeing about, whether that's what grocery store you go to, you know, whether that's what vacation do you take? How do you discipline your child? Uh, how do you want to pay which bills first? How are you going to get out of debt? You know, like, okay, how are we going to lose weight? How are we going to get healthier? Like whatever it is, okay, you both put your heads together, two is better than one, and you you figure it out together and you both come up with solutions on how to get there. Solution oriented in everything you do. That's my motto. I'm not changing it. Listen, take heed to it, okay? And understand that both of you are value, valuable, excuse me, both of you, not just one person. And, and that's where a lot of our disagreements came from at the beginning of our marriage, because, you know, Chad was a very much yes guy when we first dated yeah. and I loved it. <laughs> and I was very much like, oh, I love him for that. But then I was like, no, then I was like, no, come on, give me, give me something back, push back. Like say no, like, what, what do you want to do? How do you feel about this? And when he did, it was very uh, opposite of how I wanted to do certain things. But when I decided to stop trying to take control and let go and allow his opinion to matter into our relationship, then we really were able to start, you know, going in a great direction. Yeah. yeah I mean, look, the, at the end of the day, there there's more positive mm -hmm. with having these little moments yep. and you learn how to flow together. You learn how to work together. This is honestly, it's in these moments that you learn how to communicate, you learn how to compromise, mm -hmm. shift all of the qualities yep. that so many couples are missing. Right. And they're like, man, we just can't communicate. We just can't do this. We can't do that. I would argue how much effort you're mm -hmm. putting towards the uncomfortable conversation yes and again we have content on how to argue how to how to do this in a healthy way so go back and check all that out but you know there there are ways to cultivate the communication even when you don't see eye to eye and it does take work it, does. And it takes patience and it takes a lot of love and if, if you want to i mean like you could do like we did at the beginning that was smoke weed yeah. and it calmed us both down. Sway um, in the morning. <laughs> sway in the morning. Sway in the morning. If you listen to this, I'm telling you, we appreciate you so much. Okay. We locked ourselves <laughs> in our bathroom that was in our bedroom. We put, we wet a towel, put it, cause we had small, this is many years ago. So we had, we had, you know, the smaller kids and we'd wait for them to go to bed. Oh yeah. And we'd put the uh, towel under the door. We'd start the steam uh, shower. in the shower and we'd roll a blunt and we would just start and it started off just listening to Sway mm -hmm. in the morning. And that cultivated this relationship of, of liking each other again. Yeah, like just friendship. Just, just laughing. Yeah. And, and we would talk about music and then that transitioned and evolved, if you will, into us beginning to discuss mm -hmm. the issues and the things that we were avoiding. Right. A lot of times the reason that the communication breaks down is because we're really not saying all that we feel. We're not really expressing ourselves fully. And we want our partner just to assume, you know, that what we feel or what we think or whatever. And we also just want them to go with it. And that right. just doesn't always work out like that. But as we began to do that, we were able to begin to cultivate a great relationship and you know, we no longer smoke and we no longer do that stuff, but that's what we needed mm -hmm. to get us in a place and yep. in a state to cross that bridge, 
you know, <laughs> and and really begin to tackle some of the issues that we were avoiding and not wanting to deal with. So and now years later, here we are, 19 years married and we can have disagreements because we still have disagreements because yeah. we're two opinionated people. But we both value each other so much. And we value each other's opinion. And we both know that whatever we're talking about is a goal. It's a goal at the end. And so how are we just going to reach it? That's it. You know, and now we look at the lessons. We're like, oh, man, I learned so much about you. Right. I learned so much about you at the end of this. Like, I'm so proud of you. And I love you so much for just, you know, sticking to your guns, you know, and and and, and walking away, knowing that, you know what, we're going to reach this goal together. And we both put our opinion in on this. Yeah. Uh, so what's our message? You know, our message is that it's healthy. It is healthy to have some disagreements, mm -hmm. to not always see eye to eye. And it's also an opportunity yes. to grow and to develop a bulletproof marriage, a, a relationship that is resilient and honestly like a light to the world. You know, we believe that your relationship can truly be something that inspires the world. And you can have that, but you have to be able to go through these things and use them for what they are there for. And that's to develop the relationship. Bulletproof marriage is like um, making, you know, baking or making the best cake, right? Ever. And then you turn around, but you still need all the right ingredients. Yeah. And that's all we did was we just formed the right ingredients and put them together. And here we are. Yeah. And you can do the same in your relationship, but don't be deceived and don't run from conflict. Mm -hmm. You know, conflict is a big thing. And I know that some people are like, that's just not my personality. When I say don't let the word conflict scare you, right? It's just expressing your opinion. That's it. And the thing is, is that your partner might have a different opinion. That's okay. Again, you'll learn how to compromise and you'll learn how to work together to get where you both want to go. So use this stuff to your advantage. Don't run from it because it haunts you. It's, it's man, it's kind of like resentment. It's a poison and it, it just circulates through the body of your relationship until it kills the relationship. And then you go into another relationship and do the exact same thing. And that's why so many people are hopping from relationship to relationship mm -hmm. because they're never dealing with the root of the issue. So that said, if you're not arguing, there's something wrong with that. <laughs> Okay. Stop saying yes. Right. Or stop saying no. Or and, stop agreeing. That's and it. Look, and, agreeing. and realize that if you got a yes man or a yes woman and they're just always going with the flow and never, they are going to become miserable, voiceless. And eventually you might end up like that, that lady that we just told you about. And that's houseless <laughs> <laughs> or not houseless, but uh, without a, a, a partner in your house. Okay. An empty house. There we go. I said 30 so, years. Yeah. 30 in yeah. 30 years. And you, you're going to walk around dumbfounded. Like, I don't know what's going on until you look back and say, Oh, there, so there were the signs. All we the should have dealt with this. We yep. should, you know, so deal with those things. Okay. Allow them to strengthen you and don't let society fool you and think that if you're having a few disagreements here and there, that all of a sudden you have a toxic relationship. That's not the truth at all. That said, family, we hope that all of you have a wonderful, amazing, and bulletproof week, and we will see you later. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.